and we are back for another week of NFL football. We're in week seven. We're almost halfway through the NFL season. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. Um, so today, Jules, my brother, we do have a great guest, don't we? We have, of course we do. We have not seen him in a while, unfortunately. We're getting him back on here. And what better way to introduce our friend, the host of literally this guy is so busy literally every day it's not i'm surprised we even had time to even talk to him that's how busy this guy is i'm so So, happy ladies and gentlemen please welcome the host of the nr hour nathan what's up brother oh first of all julian bobby uh thank you for letting me come on for today's show and uh first of all you guys are killing it too and um you you. make a great tandem you're the you uh you do amazing work and i love i love i love what you're doing with the interviews and your podcast and like i said it's good to be back here uh connecting with you guys and i'm really looking forward to this show and um i can't believe it's week seven already though i know it's crazy but uh thank you again yeah so i have a funny story to start with off and it's gonna attack my football knowledge (laughs) let's hear it today Barton Hahn tweeted out our thoughts on the Yannick trade, like Jets and Giants perspective. Okay. So I said that um, it wouldn't make sense for the Jets or Giants to trade for Yannick because they can't win now. And then <laughs> apparently Bart Scott ripped me and said I don't know football. Oh, man. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> no, Wait, yeah. So. Where did he – he ripped you on the radio? Apparently, yeah. That's what, what? I heard. Who told you this? Then Steve told me, and then someone else is tweeting me about oh, it. Like this actually happened, but like I need oh so my. First, yeah. Are I you know. serious? Yeah, wow. this actually took place. But before That's we, crazy. I need your thoughts on this whole context. So the reason why this is coming about is because the Vikings traded Gannick after just trading for him. Right. So they sent him to the Ravens for a third and a fifth. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it makes any sense for the Jets or Giants to pick him up right now because their teams are terrible. How do you even know he's going to sign with you? And why would you give up assets to pay someone right now when everything's a complete mess? Well, when you look at it like this, first off, uh, Bart Scott, listen, I respect Bart Scott. I think he was a very good football player. Um, you ripped my brother like that. I don't like that. So <laughs> you're on my uh, – it's okay. It's okay. So listen, listen. The thing is, Yannick is the type of play. He's a game-changing player, and I mean, if the Jets are Giants, I mean, like, yeah, they're in no position to win right now. The Jets are zero and six. The Giants are one and five, and tonight's game is not going to be easy for the Giants whatsoever. They could be one and six. But the thing is, with that, is Yannick. I think he could help anybody, but. I don't think, honestly, with the Jets rebuilding, why would they give up their assets to trade for him right now? Yeah, that's my point. It. And with the Giants, honestly, in terms of the Giants, you know what? They need a pass rusher. They need help. Imagine having Yannick and Marcus Golden on the opposite side. That that would be scary. Yeah, you know, I think it was a little short-sighted of me just to say the win now. Maybe that's why I got ribbed for it. I didn't hear, like, the full I wanna, response. I'm, like, I'm telling you, after this, I need to listen to this. I got to listen. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I gotta I gotta find the audio too. <laughs> yeah, I got apparently Big Steve they try to get it on the pod center or something. Yeah. I don't know if it'll make the pod center, but yeah, I didn't get the audio of it. I just I, it definitely happened though. But no, I mean he could help them long term, I guess. But I just don't know if you want to go attacking it right now, wasting draft picks because you're gonna clear everything for the Jets. 
Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. We need an edge rusher. I know that, like, obviously. But just wait till, like, the offseason, I guess. And you go to free agency or you could see another option, like, when things become, like, more clear. It's everything's just, like, a mess right now. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, no. So, that's – in that term, I agree with you. Here's the thing. I think, real quick, with the Jets, I don't think it makes any sense. Because, listen, you're getting them for – what is it? It's basically nine games. That's all you're getting him for. He's not going to stay. That's the thing. Uh, I yeah, think that's the, the, unless like they worked out, he could stay. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Like, why would he stay with either of those teams right now? And the thing is, I think with the Giants, you know what? Uh, it does to maybe for them, them it makes more sense. With them, you know what? It does. I think having Yannick on one side and then having Marcus Golden does is intriguing. And maybe you know what next year he would lay, but you never know. It's it's a coin flip, and but with the Jets, listen, Joe Douglas was never going to do this. Joe Douglas, right now, his mindset is getting rid of players and getting so much draft capital, not giving it up for for Yannick. He, I think, what he sees is he's going to go after somebody he wants. That's just the way Joe Joe Douglas goes. And David Gettleman, in my opinion, I just I, I don't think he's a very good general manager. He um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I with that, I mean, like, I want to hear how Bart Scott said it. Listen, Bart Scott literally uh, – I'll just tell you, like I said, I respect him. Uh, he's in the industry, like listening to him. But, you know, uh, me and him do have a lo- uh, bit of a hate relationship, <laughs> don't we, Jules, after the, uh, the can't-wait comment. He's always dissing uh, Brady. And, um, no, I, I got to listen to it. I don't like that he ripped my boy, though. I got to listen to it. That's uh... – that's ridiculous. Yeah. No. <laughs> I get, it's, I mean, I don't know. I got to hear the context of it. That's what I was curious for, too. Well, how long ago did you hear this? <laughs> this was in the afternoon. Oh, my God. I got up. Oh. This is like at 12 o'clock. I got this dagger. Like, I, it's just off a simple tweet. Did you, did you tweet at somebody or you just tweeted it yourself? No, it was off their question. Like, they asked the question, oh. I tweeted it. Oh, all right. And he said that you don't. All right. All right. Bart, you know what? All right. You know what? Tomorrow, if they put something, I got to I got to get in on this. I want to I, I want to get ripped by Bart Scott now. Let's. Uh, oh, you want to get ripped? No. Oh, I mean, like, I want to uh, I got to ha- I got to have some fun with this with Bart Scott. But uh, all right. So, you know what, fellas? Let's. That that was a funny story, Jules. I'll tell you this. You know what? I love that you have a bright spirit about it. You're not upset about it. It's fun. You're laughing. It's it, it's it's all fun, man. It's it, don't even worry about what he says. Uh, yeah, maybe I should just stick to baseball. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but um, what do you say, fellas? We get into our weekly picks, and let's start off with the game tonight between the Eagles. And the Giants, and may I say that this game not only is one of the worst, uh, it's going to be disgusting <laughs> to watch. I'm going to watch Mandalorian instead, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Mandalor- I might join you, and I'm definitely not watching the debate. But anyway. Um, oh, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, no. But with this game, in my opinion, look, these two teams are in the worst division in football. Mm-hmm. They're just not very good teams. Uh, the Giants no. coming off a, uh, a nail-biter against the, a team with no name. That's Nathan, that's the other thing, bro. The one thing Julian and I like to do 
is mm-hmm. make fun of Washington, the Washington right. football team. team oh, I have a funny name. story about that. They said that's not going to change next yep. year either. Yeah, they true. see themselves staying as the football yep. team. You're exactly right, bro. <laughs> yep, they will not be changing their names for quite some time. That's pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> Imagine if Trevor Lawrence gets drafted to the football team. Like Trevor Lawrence, the football team. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, quarterback of the football team. Wow, <laughs> nice. That's real yeah. good, Washington. Really great uh, uh, marketing right there. You guys are you guys are stellar. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, what a dumpster fire! It almost makes me feel better as a Jets fan. But we're the worst team in football right now. Oh my god! Yeah, your game's coming up soon too, which is pretty funny. But uh, um, with this game, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be blunt with you guys. In my opinion, I th- uh, with the Eagles, they lost. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they lost Zach Ertz to a high ankle sprain. He's out three to four weeks. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, I don't know if he's playing or he's not. He's out, brother. He's out. He's out. Hmm. All right. I figured that walking yeah, tin man that he is. Uh, now he has a calf injury. Apparently. Of course, of course he does. He's ridiculous. It's it's crazy, man. It but sucks. they do get Deshaun Jackson back, so maybe that could uh provide a spark to the receiving core without Zach Ertz and without everybody else. But also, there's no Miles Sanders, so Boston yeah. Scott. Anybody who has Boston Scott in fantasy, this is the game to do it. Maybe uh, I should have picked him. I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I think this is a nail-biter again, and I'm going to go yeah. with the Eagles winning 28-27. Um, this game really is going to be tough to watch, so I'm going to try not to, honestly. So I'll start by saying that. But other than that, I would say this is a good spot for the Giants to pull another upset. You know, they got a weird win last week. I think that the Eagles are banged up. The Giants are hearing a lot of talk about Trevor now. It's getting a little quieter, but Gettleman's on the hot seat, obviously. Yes, he is. how bad the Giants have been playing. And, hey, if they win this game, they're right in it for the division. I mean, there's a lot of motivation still, as crazy as this sounds, for a 1-5 football team. They still have a great chance to win their division. Because the NFC East is the worst division <laughs> we've ever seen. But I can't wait to talk to Nipton about that because his Cowboys <laughs> are in there as well, obviously. But Giants get the upset 24 out of 20. I think that Daniel Jones will do decent. Of course, he'll turn it over, but the Giants will overcome it. And I think Freeman can have a good day here. Slayton will do well. And it's going to be not that fun, but the Giants will get it done. The Eagles are too banged up. I just don't see it coming together. And they almost came back, but they're missing all those guys. They're missing Sanders. You're missing Ertz. And they're really hurting right now. Those are their best skill players on offense. So I think that the Giants will be able to take advantage of that. Right. So what do you think, Nathan? What do you got? <clears throat> Man, I got, I got the Giants winning 24-17. Um, I feel like Joe Judge will have them ready tonight, and uh, right, his most of his family members are Eagle fans, so he's he that took, is true. He said that um, if if uh, he sees his family members wearing an Eagles jersey, he's not going to invite them in. So I, <laughs> I, I love his I love his passionate fire fire, and obviously he comes from the Belichick route, so I love yes, what he, he brings to the Giants. And um, I feel like he uh, Daniel Jones had he's going to have a big game and. Well, and then certainly Shepard is back tonight. So I yes, feel like he yes, yes, he is. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be a big factor for Daniel Jones, another weapon to use. And right. um, watch out for Devontae Freeman here. I feel like he's going to be another yeah. X factor. Um, I have him scoring a touchdown in tonight. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. The Eagles do struggle to stop the run. I do think this is a game Devontae Freeman could definitely take over on the ground and also get him some, get him some, uh, 
receptions out of the backfield. I think the Giants need to start utilizing him in that aspect because he's one of the best to do it. He is very yeah. talented with that. And having uh, Sterling Shepard back is huge for the Giants, but the thing is he is a tin man. You got to watch him getting hurt again. But um, I will tell you ju- real quick, fellas, uh, Joe Judge, he is a Belichick disciple. He's changing the course of this team. I know they're 1-5, but they will get better. He's a very, very good coach. It's great things going forward. Also, I think Darius Slate is going to eat the Eagles secondary alive. Yeah, I agree. The Giants have showed better than the Jets have. They've showed some life. Like you can see some stuff coming together, at least, even though Jones isn't giving a lot of games away. Like, he's setting the culture, like Bobby said. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so let's uh, – you know what? Let's do next game. Next game is going to be Nithin. So I want you to start the Cowboys and the Washington football game. All right. <laughs> I got a lot of things to talk about my Cowboys. Um, Let's see it. I, 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 got, I got the Cowboys beating Washington 34-20. to 20. Okay. I feel like our, this is the game where our defense uh, finally steps up and uh, no, do not give up over 30 points to Washington. And um, the, Really, I'm serious. Our defense is horrible this year. That's the only, this, this is the reason why we're 2-4 and four right now is because of our yeah. defense. Um, obviously, we, we lost Dak Prescott out for the season, and um, pr- prayers up to him oh, and wishing him a absolutely. speedy recovery. Um, but when it comes to the defense, Mike Nolan, uh, he needs to freaking step it up and change up the plays or something. And uh, we could, by the way, we could have used Yannick. We need more pass rushers in, in our defense. I agree. Um, I don't know why Jerry Jones didn't step up for that deal. And um, but like, like I feel like this is a game where we can, uh, our defense can rely. It's been tough for the Cowboys to pay Yannick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but this is a game where our defense can uh, relax a little bit. I mean, not relax. I meant like uh, step up and play play, uh, play better. And uh, Washington uh, is obviously a horrible team. So um, I, I I feel like Andy Dolan could have a bounce back game here against the Washington defense. But the defense of Washington is no joke. Uh, they have a good defense, and so we we got to watch out for that. But I feel like this game we need to we'll be, we'll be fiery. I think Mike McCarthy will have them ready and. Obviously, there were some new uh, critics in the news saying that the players were already complaining about Mike McCarthy and the coaching staff. And um, I feel like that being that that being leaked out, I feel like that's going to help uh, with extra energy. Um, so I think uh, I think we're going to win 34-20. That's my opinion. So that was your thoughts when you first heard it. I was wondering your thoughts on the coaching situation in Dallas yeah, and all that I, noise. I, I don't think – to be honest, it's <laughs> – Mike McCarthy, uh, obviously with this unique situation with the COVID, he didn't get the full training camp uh, with the players. And I feel like um, that, that was another – that was a, a bad thing. So I feel like one, for next year, um, hopefully – obviously he's going to have a long leash with us. But next year he's going to have a full training camp with these players. And, um, but I think when it comes – when it comes to this season, the tra- uh, the training camp came comes into play, and we didn't get to have that right. full training Absolutely. camp. So, um, but still, we we still have to play as a team and just focus on this game. And uh, I feel like we're going to step up uh, from last week's game, and we're going to win thirty four twenty. And uh, but <laughs> our defensive coordinator needs to do something. And but if you think about it, uh, Mike Nolan, uh, when he was defensive coordinator back in the day, his defense was ranked was ranked last, and we're heading towards the same way what he did with the other defenses he was a part of. So we need to fix it quickly. Absolutely. They got to fix it. Um, Cowboys want Achilles heel. You guys, your secondary really is struggling. Uh, your front seven, I think, 
Um, you still have Dumpari Poe, um, Duntari Poe, excuse me. You still have uh, um, Griffin. Everson Griffin. The one thing you did lose in the offseason, losing Gerald McCoy was huge. I think yeah. if he was there, his leadership and his play, you would see a lot more different results. But yeah. the secondary's in a lot of trouble. You guys need to make a move for a corner, in my opinion, and something needs to be done with the safeties as well. But I will tell you this in this game. I do think the Cowboys will bounce back. I think Andy Dalton against the Washington football team, I think he'll, he'll pan out just fine, even though they do have a good front seven. So you got to watch out for that. I do expect Amari Cooper to have a big game to attack this secondary. Uh, I think CeeDee Lamb is going to get a huge uh, – this is a – I think Zeke needs to get his confidence back. He really looked bad. Those two fumbles on Monday night, he needs to. And I, I'm telling you, he needs to play better. He's making a lot of money. He's got to play better than this. He's got to be a huge part of this team now that Dak is out. So, yeah. with this, uh, I think Zeke is going to get his confidence back. And why wouldn't he? Against a, a team with no name, I think he'll run all over them. He'll run wild. I think over 100 yards, and I think he will get in the end zone twice. Uh, I got the Cowboys winning 26-14, to 14 and the Cowboys keep going. I agree with you guys. Well, I'm going to have a little different score, but Cowboys get this win. Well, they're the better football team. I know they're on the road or whatever. The game's basically a pick them. Cowboys can get first if they win and get to three and four, so they're going to be motivated to do that, get back to 500, all that stuff, but – Look, I think it's going to be 27-23. I think the Redskins are going to be able to score some points, but Dallas is going to do what they need to do. Elliott's going to be great. He's going to bounce back from that horrific showing. He's going to have two touchdowns, and Dalton will do just enough to guide the offense. And Stevie Lamb gets a touchdown. I think McLaren has a big day, and you might see Alex Smith in the second half again. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, no, anytime you get to see Alex Smith, you know what, what a great story. And you know what, maybe going down the road, they're not winning. Why not put him back in there? He gives you a good opportunity, even though yep. he hasn't played. I did like what I saw from him coming back in. And you know what, it's such a great story. I'm very, very happy for him. But yeah, the Cowboys will uh, yep. take care of business. So Jules, I want you to start this off. Brother, this is your game. The Buffalo Bills uh, coming uh, off two <laughs> losses, four and two. Against the Jets, 0-6. So, Jules, take it away. Um, I would just like to make a suggestion. Can we put the Jets games on the back burner in the future? So they're not being so talked about <laughs> in front of the show because uh, it's tough to talk about. The reason I did I is 1 o'clock game. No, I know. I'm just playing around. But, uh-huh. like, really, it's, it's nauseating at this point. The Jets just suck. I mean, I'm just waving around. I'm getting get fired. It's the same thing every week. We're going to get killed. <laughs> Darnold might play. I don't know. Beckton's been practicing. Mims has been practicing. But it doesn't matter. The Jets are going to get crushed. I mean, Buffalo 30, Jets 10. I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm going to um, I'm gonna go with, uh, yeah. Uh, Julian, my score is literally <laughs> almost the same as yours. I'm going to go with the Bills winning 33-10. to 10. Um, I think the Bills coming off two losses, they need to uh, bounce back. What better way to bounce back and get another win than against the Jets? So, oh my God. Um, I think Josh Allen, listen, we talk about him and his uh, inaccuracy. I think he has not been playing well, in my opinion, the past two weeks. I, I don't like what I see. So, you know what? Uh, against the Jets and their defense, that's really, really bad. Um, and the fact that they let go of their nose tackle, literally left them in Florida <laughs> last week. Yep, um, he's on Tampa Bay. Yep. So, 
Yeah, the Bills win this one easily, 33-10. to 10. What do you got, Nathan? All right. I got to ask a question, too. Well, uh, well, you want to ask a question first before I get to the – No, I'll ask it after. You could uh, go. All right, sorry. I, I hate to do this to you, Julian, but I got the Bills winning 40-14. to 14. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, oh, I don't, the, 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 the Bills, are, they lost back-to-back games, and <clears throat> they must be up, they're going to be upset and pissed and – uh, Josh Allen will have a bounce back game, obviously, and uh, the receiving core, Stephon Diggs, will have a, a great game. And I feel like the Bills' defense uh, will step up here against the Jets' offense. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Bills will run all run all over the Jets. 40-14. Yeah, I agree, bro. It's going to be tough to watch. So my question is, can you give me any good reason why the Jets haven't fired Adam Gase yet? Yes, yes. Better. Um, he should have been fired week one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, agreed. I don't know. Um, Seriously, <laughs> dude, Adam Gase is a joke. Like, I'm serious. Oh like, God, what, he's so bad. <laughs> first of all, <clears throat> you had other great coaching candidates out there. For for one, for example, Eric Benemy from the Chiefs, offensive, yeah. the offensive coordinator genius. And you know what's funny? Now he has Le'Veon Bell on his team, so he's oh. gonna he's gonna yeah. make that work. Watch him make that work in case. Yeah, I know he will. Um, but listen, the Jets, their front office, um, their front office is a joke. Also, they need—I don't know what Joe Douglas is doing. I actually, this is not Joe Douglas' fault, but I feel like he's doing a great job so far as a GM. I, I won't give—I'll I'll say that Joe Joe Douglas is a decent GM for you guys. But yeah, he's doing need, decently. I agree. To, yeah, but they, the front office, the owners need to do a better job of communicating. Yeah, in my opinion. it's the ownership. Yeah, because yeah. hiring Adam Gates is a joke, like you said. It just made no sense. There were so many better candidates. There was the enemy Kingsbury. Even your boy McCarthy, despite how much Dallas is complaining right now, I'd much rather have him. Um, but we've talked about this at length. Bobby, so what's the reason that Adam Gase hasn't been fired yet? The reason Adam Gase hasn't been fired yet is because Christopher Johnson and, uh, and the ownership of the Jets are playing hee-haw with the mess-around gang. That's why. They're just playing – they're just <laughs> playing – just sitting around. I don't know what they're – literally, players have made it clear they will not play hard for Adam Gase. It's been – yeah, that's clear. As it's anything. a foregone conclusion. Le'Veon Bell is gone. Nobody wants to play for this organization. Something needs to change, and that needs to be the head coach. Woody John- – Christopher Johnson, I-, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Could have been fired – Two weeks ago. It's ridiculous. It's asinine. It's idiotic. It's moronic. You should have been fired. He has no place being in charge of anything. He shouldn't even be in charge of a, get, of a parking lot at MetLife Stadium, let alone a head coaching, head coaching the New York Jets. He's incompetent. He's an ass clown. He is garbage. <laughs> that is what Adam Gase is, okay? It's disgusting. I'm tired. It's, it, I'm not even a Jets fan. It pisses me off because the Jets, literally, the, and listen, I love seeing the Jets suffer. Of course, that's a diehard Patriots fan. But literally, so come on. This is so bad for the Jets. Like, uh, like how, mu- how many times do the Jets have to go through this? It's ridiculous. How many games do we have to lose by double digits? How many weeks do we have to be outclassed, outcoached every single time? How much disconnect? Like, Gaze does nothing right. All he has is excuses. That's it, man. I don't even understand. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if he's still thinking about some stuff from his press conference that he had with his eyes wide open. Oh, with his eyes wide open. Oh, my God. And then if you saw, 
And uh, literally, did you got? Um, he had this disgusting looking beard, and he looked like a homeless person. He shaved it, and then watching his press conference after they lost late, the let go of Le'Veon Bell, he was like, "Oh, it's irrelevant to talk about it." Uh, he just got cut the the day before. It's relevant. You could actually, say, all right, yeah, we didn't use him the right way. Uh, Adam, let's be let's face it. You had one of the most versatile backs in football. He averaged 129 all-purpose yards per game. That's the best ever, ever out of any other team, out of any other player. All these great running backs in the NFL have never done this in their career, and you couldn't make it work. What is wrong with you? Are you just literally that simple-minded? Is it, is it that hard to use Le'Veon Bell the right way? You give him the ball as many times. I know the offensive line is, in, is terrible but give him the ball and get him plays to get the ball out of the backfield and make him catch the ball. That is where he's the most successful. And the one thing you did, the jet, he signed with you guys. And I've said this so many times, two years ago during his free agency, he had so many other places where he could go and be successful. I said he should have went to Tampa at that time. But the thing is he chose the Jets. It made sense because the Jets needed a running back like him, but Adam Gase was not the guy. In my opinion, I'll be honest with you. I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I yeah. think that if Mike McCarthy was the head coach of the Jets, I think he would have used him perfectly. Right. He would have yeah. been fine. But I think it's just uh, incompetency of uh, the head coach. So, in my opinion, I just think that the he everything works out for a reason and – there's my rant for the day, fellas, on uh, the Jets' Le'Veon Bell situation. Adam Gase, he should be fired. <clears throat> did predict on Twitter, as Julian knows, about um, he should be fired by week six. That did not work. It did work for uh, – it was right about Dan Quinn, but it's not right about uh, Adam Gase. Do you, want, do you guys want to hear a hot take real quick? Sure, let's hear it. Uh, my hot take – I got two hot takes, actually. Um, <clears throat> Justin Simmons from the Broncos – I predict that he's going to get traded to my Dallas Cowboys for safety help uh, during the trade deadline, hopefully. I've been hearing rumors that the Cowboys are interested in Justin uh, Simmons, but I don't think the Broncos will end up trading him. But uh, I think they're trying to shop him. I don't know. But uh, I, I feel like we, Justin Simmons can help us in the defense, obviously. We need another safety. So I'm, I'm, predict, I'm predicting that he'll end up with Dallas, but I'm not too sure. Hopefully it does happen. And the next hot take um, – I'll, I, I'll say that Antonio Brown will end up being a Seattle Seahawk by end of week nine. Um, and then uh, Seahawks – and I feel like it's going to be a Seahawks-Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh, okay. spicing us up. <clears throat> well, I could say real quick, yeah, Antonio Brown will be back on the team. I think he – well, it's, uh, it still remains to be seen that he's been, he has been off of social media. He's been, you know, working out two, to- two times a day. And the Seattle Seahawks are positioned to sign him, but there are other teams as well. So we'll see what happens. But he definitely um, will talk about uh, going, him going. You, but I do. I think. Real quick, uh, what do you guys think about the Justice Simmons rumors? Uh, I haven't heard anything about that, but it wouldn't shock me uh, about it. But uh, you never know. You're going to hear so many rumors within the next week about players getting traded. I heard the Patriots were interested. Um, my trade, Stefan Gilmore. I don't. I mean, I don't want to hear that, but you never know what happens. So, fingers crossed with that. But we'll see what happens. What do you think, Jules? I think that um, the Simmons rumors. I haven't heard much, but it makes sense to me. 
We'll have to see what goes on. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the deadline, like Bobby said. Yeah, so we'll move on to the next game, and the next game is actually a really, really good game. The battle of the unbeaten. It's the Tennessee Titans and the Mm. Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll start off with this one, fellas. I think this game's going to be a nail-biter. Both teams are very, very good teams. The Titans, after all the incidents with COVID, have come back and have not missed a beat. Ryan Tannehill looks great. Everyone talks about – uh, AG after Gase, and it's been absolutely sensational for yeah. Tannehill. Oh my God! I mean, we need some AG love on the Jets right now. Yeah, well, maybe the Jets can prosper as soon as he leaves. Maybe we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, uh, what I'll say is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the um, this game is going to come down to the wire. I think both teams are going to really score points. Uh, the Steelers' defense is one of the best, if not the best, in football. But the Titans are the Titans defense does struggle. It's their offense that put up a lot of points and they play catch up. That's the thing they do. So uh I'm gonna go with uh Titans winning thirty to twenty seven and oh, I think wow. I'm gonna go with this. I think that Ryan Tannehill leads them down the field and they kick a game winning field goal and, and uh Steven Guskowski wins the game for them. Wow, that's a crazy that's a crazy that would be some game and it's gonna be the battle of the unbeaten. Hopefully this game's on national television because yes, we got to have it. Should, it should be. And I also want to uh, yeah. say that Chase Claypool for the Steelers has been nothing short of spectacular. He's going to be one of the man. he's going to be one of the best receivers in football within the next oh. few years. So versatile. And another thing I do want to add is that Juju Smith Schuster will not be on the Steelers next year. That's my prediction. Yeah. Uh, he will leave um, due to his lack of. Um, production even with Big Ben this year it's been a little bit of eye-opening but I don't think he's getting a lot of targets as well Mm. but I think it's safe to say that they found their replacement for Juju and Chase Claypool yeah I we've been talking that up for a while we're on the same page with that right this is going to be a great game honestly Steelers Titans this is smash mouth football as finest this is a throwback you got good defense you got offense you got great quarterbacks too although I think that the Steelers are too good right now, and I think they're going to find a way again. The Steelers are going to go to 6-0, and and I think it's going to be lower scoring than you had. I have a similar outcome, though, except it's three points for the Steelers, 24-21. Steelers get it late. Either they'll get a game winner or the Titans will drive down and it'll be like a big turnover. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. It's, it's going to be interesting. What do you got for us, Nathan? Yeah, so I got the Titans, Titans winning 27-24. Um, I feel like these, yeah, both uh, both defenses are uh, really good, obviously. And uh, Ryan Tannehill is playing out of his mind this year. And Mike Rabel, man, another uh, pedigree from uh, from Belichick's tree. Um, so uh, I feel like <laughs> whoever go whoever gets a coaching job from Bel- Bel- Belichick's tree, I feel like I, I, they're they're doing a great job. And uh, Mike Rabel is having playing uh, having them play in a high level. And uh, I feel like Derrick Henry, man, this guy's a monster. No one can tackle him. Um, So I feel like their team is legit. Uh, So I I got them winning 27-24 over the Steelers. And Derrick Henry, I see him having two touchdowns. And then Tannehill having uh, two touchdowns also. So I I feel like the Titans are come out big 27-24. It's going to be a great one. It's going to definitely be a great one. Uh, Real quick, Nathan. Yeah, Mike Vrabel has been a great coach. He's really changed the uh, atmosphere for Tennessee. 
Uh, the one thing with Bill Belichick disciples, some of them have worked, but some yeah. of them haven't. Uh, uh, Matt <laughs> Patricia has been absolutely horrendous, and he will. And I'll just say he will. That that's another guy who's going to get fired. Give him another two weeks, and he'll be out of there as well. Um, I've heard rumors of Harbaugh to Detroit. Wait, Jim um, with uh, Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Oh, that might that that's interesting. I oh another thing. You want to know something? I have to talk to you guys real quick. Uh, getting off topic, but it's okay. Um. Nathan, you didn't know this, but I told Julian this. Down here in Florida, I went on a job interview at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, and I had to uh, do a branch observation. And one of the guys working there used to play for Clemson. He really? played with DeAndre Hopkins and Sammy Watkins. He was Ooh. teammates with them. Graduated in 2011. His name is Courtney Brown. He was a defensive end. Played in the NFL. He's on eight teams. Told me his last team was with the Bucks. He played with the 49ers when they were really good. And I could tell you guys this right now. He said that Jim Harbaugh is a terrible coach. That's what he said. He wow. said Jim. He said oh, Jim, wow. Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh <laughs> tries to make the NFL like college, and not a lot of players like that. He was great with the 49ers, though. I know, but a lot of pe- after the way it ended, like after the they were good, like a lot of players didn't like the college atmosphere, and they, he said, like they said, he's not approachable. Like what you see on TV is not the way he is. Oh, so like, I, that's why they pulled the trigger on him so quickly and the act retired. It makes and then he sense. also made a good point. It only like, works if you're winning. Yeah. He, he also said he made a good point. He said it worked for him at Stanford, but look what happened at Michigan. Right. Yeah, that's true. Also, that's another good point because he hasn't been great there. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. But that that would be insane too. But yeah, with Belichick disciples, you never know. I think uh, Flores has looked good. Patricia's looked bad. Josh McDaniels wasn't good, but we'll see what happens uh, going forward. But next, um, we got the Saints and the Panthers. So you know what, Nathan, why don't you start us off? All right, uh, <clears throat> I got the Saints beating the Panthers thirty-five twenty-one. Um, I feel like Drew Brees and the Saints offense will come out firing against the Panthers defense. And um, obviously Teddy Bridgewater, um, this is a revenge game for him because he was obviously with the Saints last. People are talking about that too. Um, but um, I, 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 I don't see the Panthers uh, beating the Saints. The Saints, uh, their offense is really good. And um, I think their defense will step up in this game and Drew, look for Drew Brees to throw the uh, Obviously, the one thing about Drew Brees is he's not throwing the ball downfield anymore. I don't see him as a downfield. No, he's not. He's uh, throwing these short passes, slants. and uh, But I, I feel like the running back, uh, I mean, they have enough weapons anyway. So I, I think they're, they're going to score 35 points and um, their defense will step up. Absolutely. What do you got for us, brother? Yeah, I think the Saints get this one done. I think it'll be a little close, 26-20. I think the Panthers and Saints, they play some good games here and there, you know. It'll be the fun Bridgewater revenge factor. Robbie Anderson will probably get a touchdown, make me soak a little bit more. Another AG, another AG player who's flourishing away from Adam Gase, of course. And um, Mike Davis's time could be coming to an end, so I think he's going to go off to show a statement before McCaffrey comes back. So he can be a viable option elsewhere for another team next year, maybe. So I think they're going to play tough, but the Saints are too good. Michael Thomas, I don't know what's going on, Bobby. A craziness now. He gets hurt again after yep. being allowed to practice. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. 
but they have Cook, they have Kamara, Breeze. Like Nathan is a hundred percent right about Breeze not throwing down the field anymore. He don't, he doesn't do it anymore. He just throws the short stuff. His arms completely shot. It actually happened on Thanksgiving night against the Falcons two years ago, but no one noticed at the time. It was when he threw that interception. He finished that season poorly, and then last year he really wasn't that good either. So I think that was a big turning point, and he hasn't been able to get over it still. And I don't know how far the Saints are going to be able to get if he's that limited. Well, there's so many um, storylines with this game, actually. Um, It is a revenge game for Teddy Bridgewater, who last year did exceptionally well filling in for an injured Drew Brees. So definitely he'll be motivated to get to play well against his old team. Um, The one thing I will tell you guys is, yeah, Michael Thomas tweaked his hamstring and there's – Rumors that he will not play. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'll be shocked if he does play, to be quite honest with you. Um, but in this game, and when it goes with the um, – in terms of the um, Drew Brees and what's going on with him, it's the same thing what happened with Peyton Manning. Their arm is dying. That's what happened. We saw it how Peyton Manning looked at the end of his career. He, he, all, he couldn't throw the ball 10 yards down the field. <clears throat> It was that bad because his arm was he was throwing ducks. So it was a dead arm, and that's what happened with Drew Brees. His arm is dying. He was his throwing arm, dead ducks. Yeah, yep. He's throwing dead ducks, and that's why he's doing the dinks and dunks, and that's why Alvin Kamara is eating it up. Uh, and he should be thankful he has someone like Alvin Kamara to help him out with that stuff and everything. But uh, yeah, it's it's just like that. Um, the Saints are going to have to look elsewhere because, in my opinion, I don't think Drew Brees stays next year. I think he retires. I yeah, think the, writing, the writing's on the wall. It's just not what it was anymore. It's gonna, he's going to go down in history as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. You look at all the records he has passing the ball. But other than that, it's – yeah, it, the writing's on the wall with that. It's just a good – but yeah, so moving on, we'll go to this one. And um, let's see, Jules, I'm going to have you do this one. It's the Packers and the Texans. Okay. Well, look, the Packers played like garbage last week. It was the worst game of the season. Bobby saw a lot of it because, of course, he's watching that Bucks demolish the Packers. But the Packers are going to take care of business here. The Texans don't belong on the field with the Packers. Packers 35, Texans 17. I think it's a big statement game. The law firm's going to come through for you, brother. The Texans line is terrible. Aaron Jones is going to wake up. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are going to eat up the Texans. Rodgers, three touchdowns at least. Aaron Jones, one or two. Packers roll. I I agree 100%. I'm going to go with the Packers winning 34-26. After losing the other night uh, to the Buccaneers, they looked absolutely horrendous. Aaron Rodgers looked bad. I expect them to bounce back. Aaron Jones will get his – will light it up against the Texans' defense. I think the Texans will score some points but it's not going to be enough. The law firm of Smith and Smith will be into effect and really <laughs> put pressure on the Sean Watson, but not going to be enough. The Packers roll, uh, go 5-1, 34-26. What do you got for us, Smith? Yeah, so I got the Packers bouncing back also. Um, I had them winning 30-17. to 17. Um, I feel like the bad, uh, coming off a terrible loss against the Buccaneers, Aaron Rodgers will be uh, frustrated, upset, so they're going to come out firing. Uh, Aaron Jones, one of the best running backs, in my opinion, in the NFL right now. <clears throat> He's going to have a big game, a big bounce back game. And watch for, like you said, Julian, watch for uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, he, he's going to throw it to him a lot. 
during this game, and I see Adams having a touchdown or, or two. So uh, I feel like these in the Packers defense would definitely step up in this game. Definitely, absolutely, hundred percent. And then um, I'll do this one. I'll go this game real quick. This one really, uh, there's not a lot to really talk about. It's the Browns and the Bengals. You know, there's a lot going on with the Browns with Baker. Um, what's going on with him? He's been hot, very, very inconsistent. Odell Beckham's not happy. A lot of people on the team aren't happy. But against the Bengals, they will get the win 33-21 to 21, in my opinion. I think that Joe Burrow will throw a um, – uh, a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd, and I do think A.J. Green gets involved. As you guys know, it was reported that John Ross wants to get traded. It's inevitable that he gets traded to a team within the next two weeks, a receiver-needy team. But with the Browns, I do see Odell Beckham bouncing back, having a big game against the Bengals secondary that's depleted. I do see um, Jarvis Landry. You don't really hear much from Jarvis Landry anymore. I think this is a game that he could get going. He has an injury. Yeah, he does. I think he – what's his injury? Do you know? Yeah, it's a rib. He's been playing with a rib injury since the Colts game. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's pro- That's why his production's been going down. He's been playing through a lot of pain. But, uh, yeah, I think that the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Browns do get the win, but Baker's got to play a lot better. I do think the <clears throat> Browns' defense will step up in this game and really make it uncomfortable for um, Joe Burrow and company. I think the Browns got to watch out here. I do have the win in the game, but remember that frantic Thursday night game they played about a few weeks back. It was pretty interesting for a while. I think the Browns, like I said, they got to be careful. This is a prime upset spot. The Bengals are one and four with nothing to lose. The Browns are kind of in a weird spot right now. So they got to play a sound game. Baker has to get his passes going, but the run game, Kareem Hunt has to get put it going because otherwise if you make Baker throw, he can't. If he just has to rear back and throw, they'll lose. So they got to get that mixed. But I think they'll win it 30 to 27. Mm-hmm. I think Burrow's going to play well. <laughs> Higgins will get in there. Boyd will get in there. And then my question to Bobby is, that what's the likelihood that A.J. Green gets traded? Uh, I'm going to go with 60-40 that he gets traded. Um, uh, he's okay. not happy. He's not happy at all. They really, really like T. Higgins. He's a big replacement. Uh, yeah. Tyler Tyler Boyd is going to be the number one, of course. That's who it is. And then Higgins is basically the replacement for A.J. Green because A.J. Green was always a one-year rental for the for the uh, Bengals. One more year, and then that's it. Next year he'll play elsewhere. I think it's smart on them to go get a, an asset for him at his age and his injury history. Go out. I do think I, I'm going to go with 60-40. He gets traded. Definitely. You can't get more than a third rounder for him probably, right? No, absolutely not. No, no. Like third, three round, third, four. third round's really high, too. I think a fourth or a fifth could suffice as well. Especially yeah, you've got to pay year. him $18 million, too. Well, yeah, it's only one tenant. year. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see him move, too. I think the Bengals have held him a little too long. He's kind I want to see his greatness elsewhere. Yeah. Not with New England, though. I'll take Come on, man. Don't play like that. <laughs> but what do you got for us, Nathan? I got the Browns winning 31-27. Um, Kareem Hunt. Similar to me. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I, I got Kareem Hunt having a good game. And uh, Nick Chubb, watch out for Nick Chubb. Uh, yep. Isn't he – he's back, uh, Chubb? Oh. No, no, no. He's not, he's, he's not back. He's got that meniscus oh, injury. Yeah. He's going to be out for a while. Oh, yeah. So watch out for Kareem Hunt to have a big game then. And then uh, Landry Beckham having a bounce back. And watch out for Austin Hooper, man. This guy, 
Uh, it's been told you, Jules. Hooper alert. <laughs> well, yeah, Austin Hooper, man. This guy's going to get involved in this offense. Oh, he's in there. Yeah. So I feel like they – and then Baker Mayfield, like, uh, he needs to bounce back uh, in this game too. And But they got to be careful because the Bengals, uh, they can upset, like you said. Yeah, and, definitely. I feel like the Browns' defense will bounce back. Watch it for Miles Garrett to have a big game too. Yeah. Right. I, you can't sleep on Miles. Absolutely not. You can't. Definitely not. But, hey, uh, Jules, you want to talk about another team of yours that you like? Let's go to this game. It's the Falcons and the Lions. Okay, I'm not going to say too much here. This is going to be a gross game to watch, but the Falcons <laughs> will win. They're starting to play better with the new coach, although Bobby already told me they don't like him, apparently. Yeah, Let's no, they're like, not big fans of Raheem Morris. So, so, I think we talked about this last time. So, the team has a loser head coach that hasn't done anything since the Super Bowl, basically, and just blows a million leads no matter what happens. He's <laughs> been the head coach through all of it for three-plus years. And then they, they, they're winless with him this year, and they've blown two massive leads they shouldn't have blown. So let that be known as well, of course. And then they finally win a football game, and then you tell me how, they're big, how they don't like the coach. Like, what is wrong with this team? It's just, a, it's just a bad organization going. It's just a lot of moving pieces. It's just not good. And Quinn was obviously too loose. Quinn must have been too loose with them, I guess. They probably don't like that someone actually cares. I don't know. It's it's a lot it's a lot of moving pieces, but not a lot of players really are buying into what. <laughs> I don't understand what what does he do so bad in like a week's time though that they're already complaining. I, I mean, like when they appointed him, I get they weren't really f- big fans of it either. So I guess. Oh, okay. They just they're just not buying. Yeah, no, like, they're just not buying into it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they're just completely lost. But the Lions are hapless, so like you said. The Falcons have much more talent, so the talent will win. And Patricia is going to be on the hot seat after this again because his seat, like Bobby said, is on fire. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm gonna. He's definitely on fire. And then the end of my game, I'm gonna go with the Falcons winning this game, 24-17. You guys saw last week how Julio went off. I expect him to go off again. Right. Um, the Lions are just, you know what? They're too hot and cold for me. And the Falcons. We'll get this win, and I do think after this game, you might see the last of Matt Patricia, in my opinion. So, oh wow, you think you might get fired right on the spot? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> ooh, that's a cold world, Bobby. But I said I didn't say my score even. I said thirty to twenty-four Falcons win. Okay, yeah. What do you got for us, Nathan? Uh, I'm going with the other side. I'm going with the Lions, twenty-seven fourteen. Oh wow, uh, yeah. Uh, because I, <laughs> in order for uh, for the for Matt Patricia to save his job, the he needs to have the players come out firing, and I feel like they're I feel confident in their team and Matthew Stafford. I I, I by the way, uh, before I came on your show, I I definitely looked into I looked into this game carefully just to make sure before I made my pick. I the reason why I'm picking the Lions here <clears throat> because I I feel like uh, obviously they're a high and cold team, and uh, the Falcons obviously with the coaching change and they're playing better. But I, I still, I, I feel like the Lions need to step up their game. And, and Matthew Stafford, um, he's obviously a good quarterback. Uh, uh, he has his ups and downs, but I think he's going to have his ups this week, and he's going to have a good game. And uh, watch out for Adrian Peterson, also Deronde Swift, the running back uh, uh, crew. They're going to have a big game, and uh, that, that, that's what I believe right now. I feel like the Lions will win this game. 
Okay. All yeah. right. Well, we'll have to see it. The Falcons have been bad. I can't exactly say yeah. it's wrong. You I mean, never know. You, one and five. you never know what's going to happen with them. Definitely. It's definitely a lot of moving parts. Two very bad teams right now going up against you. A lot of stuff could happen. So we'll see. Now we're going to go on to the four o'clock games. And this game was supposed to be Sunday night football, but was moved to the four o'clock slate. Yep. And um, a lot of things with this game, the Raiders' <coughs> whole entire offensive line has tested positive for COVID-19. And that is, not, that is not an exaggeration. Everybody from Trent Brown from the left tackle all the way to – Wait, when was right, this? It was reported today. It was reported oh today. God. They all tested positive. A lot of stuff is going on. They want to see if there's more uh, positive tests. Wait, the 49er? No, the Raiders. Oh, Raiders. are they going to cancel the game? They, they, right now, they're trying not to. The reason they moved – I don't know why they moved it up to 4 o'clock from Sunday Night Football, in my opinion. I think they should have just moved it to Monday or Tuesday. But in my opinion, yeah, I, do, I, don't I, know. Yeah. I do expect, barring anything uh, – barring uh, some good health and good faith – they're going to move this game to probably Monday, in my opinion, just to give okay. them more time to get over to COVID test, see what happens. But um, with the Buccaneers game, whenever it happens, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to talk about it real, just real quick. Uh, I think the Buccaneers win. I think Brady and Rob Gronkowski looking just like he used to back in the day. Um, it really just breaks my heart seeing it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it, I think that the Buccaneers' defense underrated. I think that they will let up some points to the Raiders because the Raiders are a very good team. They're very underrated. But has Derek Carr earned his respect? Yes, he has. He earned his respect <laughs> when he beat the Chiefs. <laughs> okay, so he has earned his respect. Derek Carr has earned respect in <clears throat> GNT's yes. podcast. Yes, he did. GNT Sports Talk, you gained our respect. So uh, uh, I'm going to tell you this. I do think Mike Evans will get into it a lot. Mike Evans – with Tom Brady, we I expected him to have at least seven or eight catches over 100 yards and a touchdown a game. That's not been the case. He's been getting a touchdown. He's been getting in the end zone, but maybe on one or two catches. Right. And one game will have 100 yards. I need to see a lot more. But they're starting to get healthier. And every the Buccaneers will get this win. It's going to be close one, 34 to 17. I agree with you. I think that the Bucs are going to take care of business here. The Raiders have actually surprised me, and Derek Carr has actually earned our respect, all kidding aside. He's been playing pretty well. I mean, it's a good team. The games they lost were turnover, riddled games. They were moving the ball well. So the Raiders have been in it. But Bucs are just better across the board. Look at that offense. My boy Rojo stepping up because he's been great. He's going to do his job. He's going to run it down their throats. And you got Brady throwing all these receivers. The offense is clicking. Gronk's waking up too. It's a bad recipe for Oakland. Wow, the Vegas. But the Bucs will win 33-24. 30. Okay, what do you got for us, Nathan? I got the uh, Buccaneers beating the Raiders 30-24. to um, yeah, they're, the Buccaneers are clicking on all cylinders, and Tom Brady's uh, playing better now, and Gronk obviously playing better, <clears throat> and uh, OG, um, the running back crew is obviously talented with Leonard Fournette, uh, McCoy, and uh, Jones, and their receiving core is uh, awesome. But I don't know if Mike Evans is going to play this week. Yeah, Mike Evans is going to play. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all right. So Mike Evans, watch out for Mike Evans to have a big game too. Um, so, I've got like, uh, uh, Raiders defense. Uh, they're in for a long day. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. So, you know what, Nathan, I'm going to have you start us off with this game. It's going to be 
excuse me, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, God. Two <clears> down, <throat> two. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to be brief with mine. Just brief. Yeah, I got the Chargers winning 28 to 20. 28 to 20? Oh, what do you got first, Jules? Chargers get this one 31 to 20. Look, I mean, the Chargers are a good team. I don't know what's been going on. A lot of crazy losses again. Jaguars are in the race with Trevor Lawrence, so the Chargers are going to win this one. Um, I agree with you guys. I think the Chargers win this game as well, 27-13. Uh, Chargers bounce back. I expect a big game from Justin Herbert. He's been great. And Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry. Watch out for Hunter Henry, underrated. And Mike, Mike Williams, but... Uh, I'll start this game off next one, fellas. It's the Patriots and 49ers. The return of Jimmy Garoppolo himself coming back to Foxborough <laughs> since he was traded three years ago. I'm going to be brief, fellas. The Patriots are two and three. They looked like absolute dog, dog shit the other day. Uh, I didn't like what I saw. Cam Newton was rusty. We only practiced in two weeks. We practiced once, then it really showed. But we were in it at the end. We held the Broncos to... Uh, six field goals, that's it. I was very happy with how the defense played. But yeah. the run defense got to pick it up. Uh, with the 49ers, they don't have Raheem Mostert. He's out with a high ankle sprain for another three weeks, placed on IR on Monday. So they'll go with Jarek McKinnon. I expect the Patriots, and they're getting healthy. The Patriots are getting back a defensive uh, tackle. Bo Allen's coming back. Our rookie Josh Uche from <laughs> Michigan is making his NFL debut. And we're just getting healthier. The offensive line is getting healthy, and that was a problem for us last week because Cam was sacked six times. Uh, I expect the Patriots to be motivated. They were two, were two and three. We haven't been this bad uh, under 500 in October since 2001. And for those of you who don't know, in 2001, the Patriots won their first Super Bowl. So uh, I am riding on that. I think the Patriots win 30 to 20. I think Jimmy Garoppolo will want to stick it to us. But in my opinion, when the going gets tough with Jimmy Garoppolo and the Super Bowl, Jules, I think you'd agree what happens with him. So uh, I will go with the Patriots winning 30-20, to 20, and I do expect Cam to have a nice day. Yeah, look, I'd love to disagree with you, but the end point is what I'm going to go with as well. The Patriots will beat Jimmy G. They're not going to let him do that to them. He's not going to come through, and he has to. The Patriots are going to clamp down. They know how to beat him. They know how to force him to throw and all that. So they're not going to have a good day at 49ers. I think the Patriots will do well. They'll wake up. You know how they play after loss, especially facing two and four in the face. I've never seen a Patriots team go two and four. I know it's new times. I would love to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen yet. I'm going to get back to 500. I'm gonna, I think this is going to be an ugly game, though. Give me a 23-17. I think it's going to be a struggle on offense. Okay. okay. What do you got first, Nathan? I got the Patriots winning 29-17. to um, I feel like the Patriots defense, uh, they're playing much better. Uh, uh, and uh, So I feel like they're going to hold the 49ers to 17 points. And Cam Newton will have a bounce back game. Um, and then watch out for uh, I mean, – the one concern I have is your receiving core a little bit. Nikhil Harry yeah, is Nikhil Harry needs to pick it up, and you guys need to pick Damn up. right, he does. Yeah, he, you guys need to pick up another receiver uh, in the trade deadline, in my opinion. So I've but, been uh, saying that for the past three years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, no, I feel like you guys are going to uh, uh, play better here and then uh, win this game 29-17. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. I do think we bounce back and we go to 500-3-3. But, um, <clears throat> hey, Jules, I'm going to have you do this game. We all, after this game, we only got two games left. And it's the Kansas City Chiefs against the Denver Broncos. 
Well, there's a lot of things I could say, but I'm, I'm going to cut to the chase here. The Broncos got a lucky win against the Patriots. Yes, as they did. As I hate to say that. It was a complete fluke. They tried to give the game away. They didn't even get a touchdown. I have no idea how New England didn't win that still. But the Broncos are going to get walloped here. The Chiefs also haven't been playing so great, per se. They lose against the Raiders. Against the Bills, I mean, it was a good game, but not like your typical Chiefs game on offense, you know. I think they're going to try to get back to that. I think Patty hangs a 40 spot at mile high. I think the Broncos don't even get 21 points. Chiefs double up the Broncos, 40 to 20. Hill goes crazy to make up for his absent game. <coughs> Kelsey's going to go in as well. And then Le'Veon Bell's going to have 50 yards and a touchdown all-purpose, maybe. Maybe 50 to 70. Okay, what do you got for us, Nathan? I got the Chiefs winning 75 to nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. I got, I got the Chiefs winning 44 to 27. Um, I feel like Mahomes is going to uh, bounce back with the uh, uh, over. He's going to put a 40 spot up and Tyree Kill and um, uh, Kelsey is going to have a big game, Travis Kelsey. And I look for look for Le'Veon Bell to get some action in this game, too. So I, yeah. I feel like Le'Veon Bell will get some touches here. And obviously, um, they have uh, Clyde Allaire who have some touches here. Sammy Watkins. It, it's too much for the Broncos to handle. So I got the Chiefs winning 44 to 27. I hope I agree with you guys. I got the Chiefs uh, winning this game. I think the Broncos did get a lucky win. Uh, Drew Locke, in my opinion, didn't really look that good. He's coming no. off a shoulder injury. And they will get Noah Fant back, so that's big on them because the Chiefs, uh, I do think on defense, they do have a few holes that they need to pick up. I do think Phillip Lindsay and if Melvin Gordon plays, I think they will struggle against those two guys. But it's not going to be enough. Le'Veon Bell – and Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Thunder and Lightning. They, that's their nickname in practice now is Thunder and Lightning. So they're definitely going to get their uh, sake of the carries. They're going to do damage. Tyreek Hill is going to have a good game. Travis Kelsey, Patty Mahomes is going to re- – Pat, Patty Mahomes really hasn't been thrown for 300 yards. He's been in 200. I think he will break through uh, uh, 300 yards passing against the Broncos secondary. But the Broncos defense is a, a bit underrated, so watch out for that. But I got the Chiefs winning 34-24. Let me just say, I hope that Le'Veon Bell destroys the, the Broncos so Adam Gase can look even more foolish. I want Bell to be awesome with the Chiefs just to cement the status of how bad Gase is and get him out. Le'Veon Bell needs to go off against the Broncos. Just get it started. Show everyone you still have it, and Gase is the problem. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I think Le'Veon Bell will be really good for them. Can't wait to see it. And then – uh. You know what, Nathan, why don't you start us off? There's two more games left. You could start us off. Sunday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. All right. I got the Seahawks staying, um, I, I, I got the Seahawks staying undefeated. So uh, I got them beating the Cardinals 34-27. And uh, Seahawks are too much uh, firepower with Russell Wilson, Chris Carson as their running back. And they have, obviously, Tyler Lockett um, and Greg Olson. And, I mean, this <laughs> the Seahawks are playing on a high level right now. Um, but, I mean, obviously the Cardinals beat my Cowboys 38-10. to 10. That was a disgrace. But um, I got this uh, – I think the Cardinals – the Seahawks are a much different team than uh, the Cowboys right now. So, it would be too much for the Cardinals. And I, I, I see Russell Wilson have a big – Russell Wilson having a big day here. So, 34-27 Seahawks. <clears throat> what do you got for us, Jules? I'm going to surprise you guys. I think this is a great spot for a Cardinals upset. Ooh, okay. And I think they're going to get the upset. 
because they're home. They're going to be motivated to play. You know, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are going to eat the lunch of the Seahawks defense, which isn't very good. I think you're going to see a big shootout. It's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. But I just have a weird feeling the Cardinals are going to get the dub. Give it 33 to 30. Cardinals win it late or like it's going to be something crazy. I think it's going to be a really fun game. Drake can go <clears> off. <throat> Metcalf and Lockett will make their plays. Carson, all that. But I just think the it's just one of those games. And I'm going to say the Steelers will be the only undefeated after this week. Oh wow. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle winning 33-28. to 28. I do think the uh, Cardinals are playing exceptionally well. I think that the Seattle defense is going to struggle to contain DeAndre Hopkins, who last week didn't play have a big game as he has. But uh, I do think Russell Wilson is playing at an MVP-type level, and I continue to see that. I think that the Cardinals will struggle to contain DK Metcalf. I think it's going to be a problem. But I, I'll, be tell, I'll tell you something, guys. It's really like – mirroring the same type of quarterback. So I think both defenses yeah. will be prepared better than be anybody. An interesting game. It's going to be interesting to see them go at it. But I do expect that Russell Wilson will have a good game. Russell Wilson's on a whole nother level right now, and he, he's the MVP, no question. Nobody's better than him right now. No, nope, not at all, brother. So, um, you know what, Nathan? I would like you to close out our show with the last game, Monday Night Football, between the Chicago Bears and the Los Angeles Rams. Take it away, brother. All right. Um, so this one, um, obviously both teams are playing on a high level. Um, I, I got the Bears in this 20-17. to 17. It's going to be a defensive game. Um, the Bears' defense is obviously outstanding with Khalil Mack. Um, I, really like, I really like the way Nick Foles is playing here. Um, wherever Nick Foles goes, uh, Nick Foles goes. Uh, he he he's a winner, obviously, and he helps the team. So I feel like the the Bears are going to have a big game here. Um, we'll look for um, Allen Robinson to have a big game. Boy. here. Um, and then uh, Tyree Cohen, uh, watch him for a big game here. Um, and the Rams, um, <clears throat> I don't know what something like the Rams are on and off to me when it comes to playing yeah, teams. They are. So uh, I, I'm, I definitely have to go with the Bears 20-17, to 17 and the Bears were improved to 6-1. and one. This is a tough game to pick, man. I mean, the Rams are a six-point favorite. I think it's too high, honestly. I want to take the Bears' line, honestly, because I think they're going to win this game just for the reasons Nathan said. I mean, golf looked terrible last week. The Bears' defense can definitely make him look bad. Everyone knows that. And I think Nick Foles, like Nick, um, Nathan said, he'll make just enough plays. He seems to do just enough. Whenever he's rolling, he's hot. Ever since they go to him, I think they've only lost. Actually, I think the loss was a Mitch. I don't think Nick has lost the game yet. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's been a crazy ride for him, but I think he's going to get to 6-1. and one. Really do. Yeah, I'm going um, to tell you guys what's going to happen. Um right now in my opinion um in this game it it was tough for me as well uh I do like what the Bears are doing but you know I think the Bears are a fluke team I think their that's defense, the thing I'm battling with so I, I think are they a fluke or not a fluke yeah no their defense is playing lights out ever since the Thursday night game against the Bucks but and they're riding high on that mm-hmm. but I will tell you guys um this right now is uh, Nick Foles needs to play better, and that's what they're hoping for. But the Rams did look bad the other night, 
I think the recipe to beat the Rams is just pressure Jared Goff. He hates to get hit, and it's going to be a problem. So I'm going to go with the Bears winning 26-23. to 23. Wow. Clean sweep with the Bears. So the six-point underdog. Yeah. 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 So um, that's what I got. And I, if I'm not uh, mistaken, I think that's, the, that's it. That's, the, that's our show for week seven. So, yeah. Nathan, Julian, and I would like to thank you so much, brother, for coming back on. We're so happy to have you back on G&T Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. Thank you so much for coming on, and we will definitely have you again. Yeah, no problem. And thank you, thank you again for having me. And uh, you guys keep up the great work. And uh, hopefully uh, my Cowboys bounce back this week, and I think they will. So, But uh, thank you again for having me on this NFL Week 7 picks. And uh, good, good luck. I mean, uh, watch the, uh, have a great night and uh, watch the game. Absolutely. Yeah. So last note before we go. Big fantasy play this week for Bobby, oh, and yes. I am putting it into play. Just so everyone knows, Hooper over Cook is happening this week. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see what happens between the two. Let's hope that this is the right way to go. I think it is Hooper over Coop. No, Hooper over Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Real quick, I'll tell you guys why I did that. Uh, Austin Hooper has been really playing exceptional. I think him and Baker Mayfield yeah. have a good report together. And especially in the red zone, which is huge. And the thing with um, Jared Cook is that he had a really big game week one, but he's been extremely inconsistent since. And the thing is, is the Panthers let up the fifth fewest points to tight ends in fantasy. So that's one thing. to They really cover the tight end very well. So that's why I had um, sit – Cook and play Hooper. All right, let's get it, brother. Let's get after it. We should do every week the best play. That's the one I think. absolutely. We're gonna I keep it going. To highlight one of them. That yeah, that so- was that that was the one of them. That's another thing Julian and I will be doing on the show going forward. Is a fan is a fantasy plug and play like Julian just said. We're gonna keep it going. But like I said, everybody tune in to Nithin's podcast show and our hour hour, he's been absolutely killing it he has so so many guests i don't i like like i joked before julian and i are so he's getting close to 600 yeah (laughs) it's it's crazy how good nathan you're doing a great job uh the fact that you were able to come on here from you being so busy we're just grateful to be able to do this so Yeah, yeah, so, next, next thing you know, we're going to have to actually call, like, your uh, booking agent to see if we'll get you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, definitely, but, uh, no, um, yeah, so I'm gonna, I want to bring this across for you. Uh, so I do fancy also with, with my other friends in a different league. I made a trade uh, recently with my friends here. Uh, I want to get your take on this. I got Mike Evans, and I got um, Higby for uh, Robbie Anderson and Juju. That's, That's a steal bad. for you, I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely is. Um, not a bad trade at all. Not a bad trade at all. Yeah, yeah I think you won that. I would give you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so thank you again, and uh, you guys stay safe and keep keep killing it. Also, thank you so Thanks, much, you brother. Too, bro. We'll be, we'll be staying great. in touch. All right. All right. All right. So, how what a show it was. Absolutely, it was an amazing show with our great guest Nathan. We haven't talked to him in a while. Great to have him on here, but uh. That's going to wrap us up for week seven, brother. Wow, we're already almost at the halfway point. 
and we'll have our tides Tuesday next week and all that, and then it's just about to change, so we'll see what's up. Yep, we definitely will. So as you can, check out all of our content on grunttalksmlb.com and check out our personal to our Twitter page, um, GT Sports Talk, presented by Grunt Talks. My personal Twitter is btoms81. Jules, take it away. My personal is JulianGalardi1 on Twitter. Instagram, JulianGalardi11. You know, YouTube is Grunt Talks MLB. Apple Podcasts and Spotify is GT Sports Talk. You know how to find us. Thanks, everyone. It's been fun. We'll see what happens tonight with this crazy Thursday night game. Who will win the NFC least? That is what we'll <laughs> try yep. to figure out this week. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. Always a pleasure. Of course. Talk to you soon, bro. Yep. Talk to you soon, bro.